is it's it Mike. The, is it this camera? Okay, it is. I don't. I don't know. Should I kill this light right there? Yes. Okay. I think. Stand by. Standing by. Now we can both show off our tool boards. What is this doing? Yeah. I can show off my, my 49er flag I made just fucking around. That in the middle of the engraving, I realized the file that I got off of uh, Etsy only had 12 stripes. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I fixed it. I fixed the file. I was in the fucking attic. So That sounds awful. When it's like 130 degrees up in an attic with fiberglass and I have to lay planks down to like tiptoe around where I'm going, you should have to yeah. wear a respirator, long sleeves, and pants. I was in shorts with no T-shirt, nothing. <laughs> fucking club. I was sweating my ass off trying to install the new uh, bathroom exhaust fan oh, the vent. and light. What a pain in my dick. And my guy's coming tomorrow to grout, so I had to pull up all the paper off the floor that I had down when I was painting so I wouldn't get the new tile painted and uh, all that kind of stuff. And I didn't get to finish what I wanted to. My brother-in-law, who did the tile work, he's a pro. That's all he does is tile work. So he doesn't use um, spacers. Hmm. And he does everything by eye. So... um, does he want to come out to California and tie on my backsplash for me when I tear that up? Which, by the way, I um, I could I was looking around the oven, and uh, I saw some of that chicken wire. Oh, did you? Sticking out, so that backsplash yeah has the super thick is going to have the super thick cement uh, with the fucking God. reinforced chicken mesh in there. Well, I would ask him if he wants to fly out to California for you. But uh, he said no to a job for one of the people on Instagram that flips houses, and it was uh, close by. He's way too busy. Ah. So uh, also, my point about him being a pro and not using uh, and doing everything by eye, his, um, he doesn't use spacers. So the mm-hmm. grout lines aren't exactly three-eighths inch wide, like everywhere. And then since mm-hmm. he doesn't use spacers, he doesn't pull the spacers up which would also allow him to scrape out the mastic in between the tiles that okay. come up in between the grout lines. So now there's mastic in between the grout lines where there should be grout going. I don't know how because it's going to go in there. So I, I have this grout removal tool. It's like a steel toothbrush, diamond-bladed toothbrush thing. I was going to do yeah. all the high spots on the floor and all the high spots on the shower and the tub, and I still haven't done that yet, and the grouter's coming <laughs> tomorrow because I was working all day, I literally. Yeah. From this morning, um, I bought a revent bathroom fan. You know what? F- let's start the show because I don't want to give up all that. This is my show. Yeah. <laughs> let's let's, let's so, cue the music. Cue the music. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Brandon's rocking out. It's episode 26. Whew. And it's we're, still daylight. It's out. still daylight. We're, we've already started. You guys missed some shit. <laughs> it might be on. We might say it again. We might put it in a pre-show, which is three minutes long. This is going to be the Seinfeld episode. I have coined this, the Seinfeld episode. <laughs> it's it's the, the show about nothing. It's the show about nothing. I didn't prep anything. <laughs> I've got no stories about police stuff. Uh, my wife was kind enough to say, I just sent you a, a story about uh, a cop that just got shot on his first shift. And I'm like, okay, save that one for next I don't wanna, week. I don't want to talk about that. No, we'll save, it. we'll save it for next <laughs> week. So uh, I was just telling Brandon that I was working in my bathroom all day installing a exhaust fan with a light. So the old one's 30-something years old, much smaller. And I bought what's called a Revent brand. And it's got an and LED. Mike's farts are way too big for that. Right. I got a 110 CFM fan which should move a lot of air. And then it's got an LED light with three different light settings. You can do daylight, bright light, or warm light. So we picked warm light. And then I uh, did all electrical. Of course, the old mounted one, the conduit comes in and bends down to the top. Well, the new one, the hole for the conduit is on the side. Okay. that, That doesn't work. So I was telling Brandon that when you go up in a 
attic that's 130 degrees, you should wear, because it's just uh, a rafters, a gable uh, gable attic, so there's no storage up there. So there's no flooring. It's just all joists and insulation. And I've got a few small pieces of plywood that I threw down and scattered all over for various walking points. But uh, I didn't wear long sleeves, and I didn't wear pants. I was in shorts with no shirt on because it was 140 degrees up there. I did have, at first I had no respirator, and I'm moving insulation barehanded <laughs> trying to get to this fucking thing. Solid decision. Yeah, I thought, where's my base camp mask? Well, that mask is so good I wouldn't be able to breathe up in the attic, so I couldn't wear that one. <laughs> so I do have a ventilator type of mask, you know? Yeah. So I came back down and toweled off because I was sweating, lost about 10 pounds, got all that shit. So this new piece of equipment I bought, you're supposed to, you can install it from underneath. Ha ha. Don't believe it. Especially if your conduit's <laughs> in the wrong direction and your vent is in the wrong direction and you got to do all that shit. It says install in an hour. Let's see. What time is it? Uh, it's 6.15 by me. I started this project at about 4.15 by me. 10 in the morning. Eight hours. Hmm. To do electrical work, and then I had to send the wife out to Home Depot to get some switches. So I got three switches to do two lights and a fan, and then, you know, all that kind of stuff. Maybe it's like one hour if you're a pro. Or, you know. I don't don't know. Maybe, and your old one isn't 35 years old, and everything lines up. And everything lines up the way it should. Right. So now it's it's all in there, and the ceiling was hanging or sagging. Mm Mm-hmm. So I, there was a nail that was had worked its way down. I was to say, was it sagging because you were up there? No. No, it was beforehand. So I, <laughs> I screwed some drywall screws in because, you know, back in the 80s, they didn't use drywall screws. And then I pounded the nail back no, in. hammer, nail. And then I put the... <coughs> excuse me. I, I'm coughing up fiberglass. And then I, I put the real, trim plate... Real professional, Mike. Real professional. Maybe I'll cut that out. <laughs> and uh, just don't touch nah, your mic because that makes noise. And, uh, I didn't touch my mic. All right. <laughs> or do you mean no, no, no. like this? Yeah, like that. Okay. okay, so that, okay, fine. Damn it, so that means I can't drink my beer. God damn it. No, just do this. It's the worst episode ever. Yeah. No, not yet. So, uh, anyways. <laughs> oh, no, it's not It's not yet. Not yet. <laughs> so I put two screws in there to pull the drywall back up to the ceiling, and I pounded a nail back in, and I put the trim flush plate up and the light kit on the fan. And then I realized that, it's hanging down eh, an eighth of an inch, like sagging. Mm-hmm. I have it screwed into a joist. And then there's these little bullshit aluminum tabs that you fold down that it sits on top of the drywall. And then underneath, there's a half one that folds up. That doesn't really work too well. So I patched up the holes just before I, I got on with you. And then tomorrow, I'll have to shim one side of it from the attic to get it up a little bit, you know. And then I can finish and put the plate on. So I've been doing that. And then I think, you, you know what? We always do you first. So we're going to do you and then uh, how your week was, and then we'll get back to me. <laughs> and you're on. The clock is running. This is going to be one of the fastest go. shows ever. Go. No. And so, my wife's uh, trying to figure out dinner. Work. Yeah. <laughs> this is dinner. Oh, time. we already figured out dinner. So as soon as we're done here, uh-huh. and I, I don't care. This is, this is a glimpse behind the camera into the lives of Mike and Brandon. <laughs> yes. So as soon as we're done here, I got to go to Target to pick up a drive-up order because uh, we're having spaghetti and meatballs, and then uh, hopefully that will be done before first pitch. Solid. Okay. So that we can uh, watch the Giants be. game. It will be. Yeah. So the week at work was boring. Uh, I decided to re-jump into The Walking Dead. I uh, yeah, baby. I stopped watching it after they killed off Rick. No, so they didn't kill off Rick. I was like, well, before Rick disappeared. Okay. It's been so long since I watched it. I had to like go back and watch a couple of episodes before. So remember they did some sort of special, like he's not dead. He got picked up by somebody. Now he's... Well, no, they didn't do a special. It, just, I... it was in all the episodes. You just had to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, it's been years. All right. So I jumped right back in. Oh, I love that Where show. they fast forward the six years. So I, I'm just beginning season 10. Oh, good. Uh, so that, that was my week at work. I awesome. Got, so you uh, finished almost, the rookie. You're all caught up on the rookie. Caught. Yeah. Got moving, caught up on the rookie. Moving on to new the ep- walking new down. episode this Sunday. Oh, okay. So, and then I've got my my Law and Order episodes to watch. I'm too behind. Uh, but on then organized crime. They're pretty good. 
So yesterday was able to get out here into the uh, garage, which if you're watching on the YouTube, I am actually in the shop because literally everybody else in my family is sick. <laughs> so they're all inside being sick. I am out here trying to survive. Is it working? So, and no, because I can already feel that I have, uh, I, oh, I went boy. to Ace a little bit earlier and I started getting the sniffles. Yeah. That's why I wanted to record this episode earlier because okay. I saw my future and it's not pretty. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, uh, was able to get out here and if, if you followed me on Instagram and saw the stories yesterday, I, you know, I was in the laser laboratory. I missed it because I haven't um, been on the IG. Oh, you missed it. Yeah. Okay, so uh etsy does this thing where like after you're been a customer on etsy for about a year they sent me like a five dollar gift card okay to use throughout their shop so i used it to download some svg files because i wanted to see about engraving flags through paint or stain so and i didn't want to take the time to build the file myself because if i can buy it for buy it for free (laughs) Yeah. Why not do that? So I, I did. I, I bought some of those files, and uh, if you look over my shoulder here, you can see the f- one of the first tests was I decided I figured out how to do a, an overlaid image in Lightburn to where now I can put I can make custom unions. Awesome. So I did a forty nine er one, and then I tried to get real fancy, and I learned a lesson today where I was gonna paint. Paint one color, let that dry, paint another color over it, and then try to just use the laser to take off yeah. that that top layer of paint. Right. Learned a very valuable lesson. One, even coat on the top. Okay. And maybe go heavy on the undercoat because I decided to try to do a giant's flag with a little orange underneath. And you can see where there was some overspray, a little heavier pooling up here in the union and that then down here awesome, on the side. Dude. Let's see. Let me count. And then it took out a... It took out a bunch. This is after I fixed okay. the files. There are <laughs> 13 stripes. stripes. That's, I was telling Mike before we started recording, in the middle of the 49er flag, I was looking at it. I go, wait a minute. Oh, that's not matching up right. And I thought I just picked the wrong file that it was engraving the wrong stripes. And I started counting. I go, Son of a bitch, there's only 12. <laughs> <laughs> so so I went there. I had to go through and fix the file. So I guess you get, you get what you pay for. Yeah. You get it for free. So... Uh, we knocked that out, and then we, uh, like I've mentioned before, the uh, the little side tables, where we've been refinishing them. We uh, we got finally the main bodies. We got those all polyurethaned. Uh, we have the hairpin legs on one of them. Awesome. And then and then now there's a little lid to it for the storage compartment that uh, I'm in the middle of putting. Uh, not polyurethane, polycrylic. Okay. Now I'm putting polycrylic on, and those should be done hopefully tonight. Then we just have to get some hardware for the uh, for the dresser that we got that's going to go with the uh, the matching set. So was able to get some stuff done in the shop today and yesterday. Cool. In between uh, ki- kids and then now wife also being sick. Yeah. Mike, t- continue with your story. All right. So my week, I think you jinxed me. Well, first of all, what's today? Saturday. <laughs> All right, so you know last week my son got COVID, right? That w- Yes. We talked about that, right? Yes, we did. And then your wife flew out and drove back with Right. Him. So, then I so I call on Monday. We talked on Saturday, I think or whatever. Mhm. Mon- yeah, we recorded Saturday. Right. So Monday, I need to call the physical therapist because I have an appointment on that Tuesday for the doctor and PT. So I call him yeah, up. I'm like, exposed. hey, what's the protocol? Um, because I was, you know, my son's got COVID. My wife, you know, drove home with him. She's like, when was that? When did he get it? When did he start feeling it? When was he diagnosed? How long has he been home? Ask all those questions. I give her all the answers. She goes, I'll call you back. I have to speak to your care provider. So she calls Odd. me back and she's like, hey, all right. So uh, we're going to push him back to the 18th of October. Don't come in until the 18th of October. Two weeks. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Yay. Fuck work. Okay. So I'm like, uh, all right. Well, now I have no PT, no doctor's visit until the 18th. So I'm like, all right. I got to call work and let my DC know. 
So I, I text them. Are you busy? Yeah, always. But call me anyways. I call them. <laughs> and I go, hey, man, uh, I just I got off, got off the phone with the caseworker for uh, Workman's Comp because the nurse had called me. And then I spoke to my actual caseworker. And then I called him. And he says, yeah, I was just wondering about that. Uh, he said, how are you feeling? I said, you know, okay. But I just wanted to tell you that my appointments got pushed back till the 18th because my son has COVID. And he's like, what? I said, yeah, my son huh? has COVID. And, you know, he's in the house. So right away I called PT and the doctor and let them know. And he goes, why would you tell them? I'm like, because it's the rules? <laughs> what did you, fuck, what are you asking me for? I follow the rules. Yeah. You got COVID or near COVID. You tell someone you got COVID. He's like, oh, fuck this COVID shit. He's like, I would never would have told them. I go, all right, well, anyways, so I'm not going there till the 18th. He's like, all right. All right, get better. I'll talk to you soon. All right. So then again, the caseworker calls me. And then he calls me yesterday, yesterday or Thursday. He calls me Thursday. I don't, I don't fucking know. Yeah. I, I thought he called you first. But anyways, he calls me Thursday. No, he didn't, he didn't check with me. And he, he goes, hey, uh, have you talked to your workman's comp, whatever? And I said, yeah, I spoke to the, the caseworker again. And he goes, okay, uh, what, does your wife, did your wife have COVID? No. Okay, and she's been sleeping. So because my son had COVID, my daughter stayed at her boyfriend's house for the week. My wife stayed in my daughter's room for the week, and it's all been separated. He says, listen, i got to talk to the chief, but I think you're going to be coming in to do some light duty. Brandon fucking jinxed me. <laughs> I'm like, um. Wait, how, how is this on me? Explain that part. Because you jinxed me. You're like, don't you have light duty? I'm like, no, I fuck, got no light duty. And then guess what? Starting oh, ask the question, I jinxed yeah, you. Starting Monday, Mike will be working three to elevens Monday through Friday for light duty until the eighteenth. <laughs> you know, fuck it. No, it's going to be longer. Yeah, until the eighteenth because I told him. I'm like, well, yeah. Then you just get your doctor to say, like, no, you cannot be. No, you got me walking around the station. Yeah, I'm taking walk-in reports. I'm handling accidents that come in. I'll be talking to people. See, I thought ahead with mine as I told my doctor, because she, she straight up asked me, she's, what should I have it say? I'm like, little to no use of right hand. You know so what? that way I can't even type. Yeah, you know what mine says? <laughs> 90% huh. of the time off your feet can only put 10% of weight on this foot. Yet they're going to have me walking around the station and taking reports and all that shit. So whatever. No, no, man. That's a direct violation. No, no. Yeah. You need to take a stand. This is the hill. This is the hill to die on. Well, Monday, I'm calling my caseworker again before I go in because I don't have to go in until three. And I'm going to tell her, listen, they're making me come in. The doctor's note clearly says A. They're making me do B. We'll see what happens. But, you know, all that walking around, yeah, you know, it might make me take could, longer. It could extend your time it being could, injured until but who probably the fuck like wants May. working five days a week? No, I don't. Fuck that shit. So. That is the one thing that is really nice about ours is that I keep my same schedule. I keep my same shift. Um, I finally decided that, like, you know what? After briefings, when we when everyone does their little team meetings, I just leave the office and I go hang out with uh, with my patrol team. Nice. Just to have the the interaction with with everyone because it's it was it was seriously getting to me the previous week of like I right. just being so isolated in that one little office. So, yeah. well, I look forward to seeing my guys again and. Uh, Myself and my buddy Dan, we both got these new P320 AGX Pros, you know, that we're going to be carrying on duty. So my web, uh, that yeah, came so in. Yeah, just stand there and, like, jerk off on each well, other's guns. my red dot came in, and then over the weekend, he's texting me. He just got new, more aggressive grips, and he got, he put it, he found the Surefire trigger light for uh, the Surefire, because I had one on my Kimber, <laughs> but I did, it doesn't, it's two different size to go on this gun. So he's already got his gun all dolled up, and uh, he put a new front sight on it. So, uh you know, he's going to bring his in and show me. I'm going to feel it. And if I like the grips and stuff, then I'll start changing mine too because we don't shoot again until December. So I want to get it all set up. And I, I got my uh, open mag pouch, the three mags for that. I had to order three additional mags from my buddy who I got the gun from. So I've never had – usually I've got five mags that have eight rounds in them. Now I'm going to have five mags that have 17 rounds enough. in them. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Because I use big so bullets. I like to tell people it's over. Is yeah. overkill is underrated. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, so you're you're one of those guys. That's like, I'm not going to shoot no Pewdie nine. I'm going to shoot forty five. Uh, stopping power. It's a cute little gun you have there. That little nine nine yeah. shooter. 
nine millimeter. So anyways, uh, with work, I'll still outshoot anybody with it. <laughs> you know, I finished this top gun in the Academy and I shot with a revolver. I was the only revolver okay. shooter with no night sights. That's, that's the shit. Right I've there. never once like, so here's the thing. I've shot with night sights and without night sights. I'm a worse shot with them with than them? without them. <laughs> yeah. Night sight. I hate them. They're awful. They're stupid. Just equal height, equal light. Equal height, equal light. Steady. Yeah. Steady squeeze. Boom. So that's it's not hard. It's not, it's not rocket surgery. If a moron like me or can, science. Do it, can do it, anybody. It's not brain not rocket surgery. surgery. It's not brain science no, or not rocket bra- surgery. It's not brain science or rocket surgery. It's easy. If a dumb dumb like me dumb, dumb. can point and shoot, dumb so, dumb, you bring me gum gum. Yeah. So uh, work starts Monday. And which is in two days at three to eleven. So that sucks. That'll suck. But I'll be off the weekend. But I told him. He goes, um, "You'll be working three to 11. I'm like, three to eleven. Why can't I just come in at seven p.m. and work till three in the morning? Because then I can get because back on my schedule. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, I, how about? Would you like to work days? Maybe I can get the other mic, the only other mic who's on light duty on the other midnight shift. He's on the day shift. And, and he goes, maybe I can get Mike to switch. And I go, no, Mike's got. First of all." He's going to have 30 years in January. He's got way more time than me. And Mike's not going to want to switch his schedule. So I'm like, I'll just come yeah. in at 3 to 11s. I, I used to love 3 to 11s. It's actually my favorite shift that when we were on eight hours. Um, yeah. But it doesn't. He goes, I thought it would help you get back in your groove. And I go, no, I've been up fucking all day every day since September 6th or 2nd, whatever the <laughs> no. fuck it is. I go, no, it's not going to help. So whatever. I start on Monday. So and since the, you're friends with your DC, you should just tell them, like, anytime you start to think, stop. Yeah. <laughs> I said that whatever you want to do, Joe, I'm at your mercy. You know, that's what I told him. And he's like, all right. So I had, I, I felt like I just got kicked in the balls because I've had so much work. <laughs> I got so much shit done because since I'm, I'm able to move around more and just take a break, I've got, yeah. I just sent you two pictures of the two flags I just finished. The one, the blue line flag has the lights on it behind it. Uh, they're light, the blue lights on it. And then the other one is going in, the American flag is going in my uh, new lieutenant's office. He was my sergeant on the street. He, he asked. Yeah, well, you sent me the American flag, and then you sent me your logos. You didn't get the, no, I sent you the, the first thing that came across was the blue line flag. You didn't get it? I'll have to resend it, because I'm looking nope. at my feed uh, to you, and it's right yeah, here. Look, it's, it's right there. Yeah, no, <laughs> I have I have the white. I have the black, and I have the black and blue. If you open just the the, if you say if you were to save the black logo that just has the white letters in it, it's a PNG. So if you yeah. were to save it and inst- and put it on something, everything else would be white. It would show up the words and stuff. Uh, yeah. So all right, let me resend this blue line flag to you because it's badass. And I I asked him, can you want to come get your flag? And he's like, I got to work. I'm working doubles for the next four days, and then I got to work. You know another seven days in my st- and I'm like okay <laughs> thanks a lot Mike I go do you want to see it because I was sending him I got so much video footage of stuff that I've been doing in the shop I, I would send him little snippets of his name being engraved when it was on the CNC his badge numbers being engraved you know and then a picture without the stars on it so he's like no I'll wait I don't want to see it I want to be surprised I'm like all right so I got that done I got two other flags cut and stained one is going to be for a com- uh, commander promotion she hasn't told me what she wants engraved on it yet, so I can't put it together. Even if I, I'm still waiting for the patch and the badge picture, but at least I would be able to glue it up if I knew what she wanted engraved on it. Yeah. So I haven't gotten that engraved. And then the electrical worker one, I'm still waiting for feedback on what they want on it because it's all ready to go. It's all stained, and all I got to do is glue it up and stick it on the CNC. But that's waiting. So I've been doing those things. And then, I don't know, last year... Maybe in the fall, my buddy John, who's my sergeant now, he uh, gave me this oak grill cart. Remember I was telling you about it? Yeah. It was destroyed, man. Just like black wood. It's so like rotted. I, I took it apart. I sanded it down, the legs and stuff, and I stained them a while ago. And then I finally tackled the top. It's like a huge butcher board. I'd love to show you. It's amazing. It's beautiful. I took it over to the drum sander. And just I put a 60 grit or an 80 grit roll on the drum sander. Just fucking fed that thing through there for like 40 minutes. You know, <laughs> one side, flip it yeah. to the other side. And then I had to finish. I had to do the sides with an orbital sander. 
So I did uh, all of that, and it's now stained, and I just put the first coat of poly, an oil-based poly, on top, and I'm going to do two more coats that should protect it for the season, and then he might have to, you know, repoly it. But it looks I, amazing. And then he had these plastic crappy wheels on it, you know? I went to Home yeah. Depot. Yeah, you showed me the casters before. Yeah, so I've been looking. I, on Amazon, I found some casters that were like $55. So these are the ones Jeez. that have the pin and they lock in. So I, th- okay. I thought I ordered those, and they came, and they were bolt. I'm like, I can't fucking use these. So I sent them back. They were 55 bucks. So I'm at Home Depot and uh, just went to their caster aisle, and I found these really cool uh, the, a rubber ball with a brass foot over it, a hood over it. And they were like 7 or $8 a piece. So they popped right in. So... I'll put the second coat of poly on the top or third in the next two days. I haven't even told them it's close to being done. And then I'll assemble it. It looks amazing. I, I got video of that. I got, I took all my video and then yesterday watching one of my sad White Sox games, I forget which one, I edited like eight or nine videos for Instagram. So once I, on Monday, I'm going to be announcing the, you know, the new name change. And then I'll just start dropping a video a week, so it looks like I'm actually doing it then, not you know, <laughs> not while See, I'm off. That, that's what I need to do is I need to start filming things when I'm able to do them in bulk, and then cut them up. Yeah, and then then post them that way because I my my Instagram game is uh, lacking. Well, I used to post multiple, and then you know, Hung said to me, "Why don't you save some of that stuff for the next day?" And then the next day, you know what I mean. Um, guys like Radak, yeah. they can post multiple because they have 100,000 followers. So I, I broke up, like, when I broke down all the wood for the flags, I wore my base camp mask. Yeah. I filmed the commercial for them, a 30-second spot at the miter station, standing over here at the table saw. Well, I did all of that for one video for them. It's 30 seconds long. And then I'm going to have a video of just at the miter station, then a video just at the sanding station, then a video just at the table saw. So there's four there. You know what I mean? Then the drum stand, all that yeah. shit. I just broke it up so I have multiple stuff because once I go back to work, I'll have shop time in the morning if I want because I don't have to go in till 3. So hopefully th- this week, between the bathroom and the shop, I'll be able to get a lot more done before I go back, like full-time. Yeah, what? And I got to ask, and it's not me being a dick. Okay. What the hell is going on with the White Sox? You know, I thought the bullpen was good. The bullpen was really well, uh, really good all year. Craig Kimball, I've never been a fan of. When when he tricked the Cubs this year and the Sox, he had an ERA of like 0. .4. 0. Yeah, he, 0.4. He was having his, uh, like a historic season. But the t- two previous seasons, he pitched like he's pitching with the White Sox. And I, as soon as they traded for him, yeah. we gave up Madrigal. I'm like, mother. You know, we gave up probably a 300 hitter for 15 years for Kimbrell. I, I get the thinking, you know, uh, Kopech. Nobody's a 1,500 hitter for, or a 300 hitter for 15 years anymore. He will be. Imagine 300 that. hitters are, are a one-off. No. There's, no there is, the way the way hitters are taught now. No, he's old school, dude. All or nothing. No strikeouts, all contact. Guy's an amazing hitter. So he'll they'll enjoy him for a long time, and we'll be done with Kimbrell in one more game. Well, we're going to go to game five because the Sox are tough. You think to it's going to go five? Yeah. Cease is on the mound tomorrow. Then Rodon, okay. they'll go back with Giolito. Giolito pitches ass off. Lynn had a problem. They, yeah, it, it was just it was just the bullpen. Well, Lynn hasn't pitched well against the Astros. They're a fastball hitting team, and he just throws fastball, so they kind of expected yeah. that. But yeah, the bullpen we didn't see Kopech yet, and I don't know if they're going to save him to start because it's usually Kopech, Kimbrel, and Hendricks six, seven, eight, nine innings, and uh, but no Kopech. So I'm thinking maybe he's going to start. He might. He might be the game four starter. He he so. might be the game three starter. No, I think it's Cease. It's going to be Dylan Cease, who's a, had a fantastic year. But it doesn't matter. They didn't hit anybody the first game. They hit enough. The second game, they should have won if they had good pitching, and they didn't. So. Yeah. Well, the first game, I was able like, you can write that off as a one-off with a lot of young players who haven't been there before. But Robert, like that, that's what it that's what it looked like. But then game two, they looked like they had their footing, and then all of a sudden, I, 
I think I was texting you. I go, man, the bullpen looks just shell shocked. Yeah, I don't just so I know we've only known each other for a year or so, eighteen months. Just so you know, couple of rules with me: when the Cowboys are on, <laughs> I shut my phone off, and that's been thirty years because all my friends, when the Cowboys are on, feel like they have to text me if it's a national game and everyone can see it, and they're losing. <laughs> my, I get bombarded. A lot of the times, well, just every Cowboys fan. A lot of times, like you. I watch stuff on delay because of my schedule. And I'm, I normally start, I started the Sox game late as well because I was busy working in the house. So I knew it was coming on. I started it. I started recording it, and I was still working. So I sat down probably 40 minutes late. So I'm behind. So I don't normally look at my phone. Even my buddy Drew, who is a diehard Sox fan with me, he texted me, said, Socks are about to start. I'm like, I know I'm behind. Don't text me any updates. He's like, all right, cool. And then you sent me that message, and I normally don't look at my phone if I'm not caught up. And then I saw that, and I'm like, fuck, that doesn't sound good. What's going to happen? But, you know. Well, see, I if, if I'm behind, I don't. I put my phone, like, in a box. Yeah, I normally just have it on do not if, disturb. If it's, if it's the Giants. If it's the Giants in the playoffs, like, if I'm behind – the phone is like, I can't hear it, see it, feel it, right. sense it, anything. Yeah, I know. So, you know, lesson learned. Uh, don't look at the phone. And so tomorrow, I'm pumped. Uh, <laughs> it's a blackout at, the, at Sox Park. Everyone's wearing black. Uh, it'll be a, a very intimidating scene. The Astros aren't a great road team either. So they, they can't hit, they can't beat drums and shit to, for pitches and everything else that they're doing, <laughs> trash can pounding, whatever. It, it was a trash thing. can. Yeah, they can't hit the trash can uh, to cheat. So, And the last time when they played here this year, someone threw an inflatable trash can in the outfield. <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> I got a feeling at least one will be thrown out. Yeah. So I didn't get to see your game. I saw Bueller get amazing. knocked out. I missed Bryant's homer. So, so far this year, right in the postseason, Schwarber. Rizzo, Bryant, they're all homering. <laughs> Cubs, eh, they're back to being sucky. Well, well, all what was it? Uh, Rizzo, Bryant, and Baez, all in their first game with their yeah, new team, all homered. homered. Yeah. <sighs> no, it was great. I, I, I saw something during that game last night that I had never seen before. So Posey's home run to right field. Right, saw that. Usually, usually right-handers don't go to right field and hit it out very often. And if they do, it like hits off the green 10 or that first row. I have never seen a right-handed hitter hit the ball that far to he, right field. He was never. really late. <laughs> no. No. Posey's a stud, man. He's, That's what Posey does. This He's is his last. inside outed. He goes to No. I guarantee you they re him. How old is he? For two years. He's like 34. Oh, he's still pretty young. Yeah. And he was out. He withdrew from last season. He opted out of last season. Yeah. So full got, year to recover the hip and yeah. the knees and all that. So I'd say he's got two more years left in him. Right. Whether or not they move him to first base is a whole nother deal. But yeah. Well, what are Posey they, they going to try and sign Bryant? Because I want him to play right field for the Sox next year. Or Judge, because Judge is a free agent. They, so that's what they've talked about is they're going to make a run at him. So he'll play probably third once Longo's contract is up. Uh, or they could move him the first if they decide to not re-sign Belt. But uh, I don't want him to play right field at, at Oracle Park because, um, one, right field is tricky at that park. And the games that he's played in right field there, it's been it's been bad. Well, can <laughs> it's I, been no Can I no tell good. you a little thing about Chris Bryant? And this is what pissed me off when he was here. And when well, he's an infielder. Hello, he's an MB, MVP third baseman. Yeah. Did he win a Gold Glove in Chicago? I don't know, but all I know is what the fuck Madden. I'm I'm Joe Madden. I've got an MVP third baseman. I'm going to put him in left where he crashed into the brick wall chasing a fly ball. I'm going to put him in right. I'm like, what What the F are you doing? I hated Joe Madden. Hated him. I, I don't know. I'm glad he's on the West Coast. He's going to ruin the Angels. Let him do that. But Well, the Angels have been ruined since 2002. 
Like after the O2 season, it's been just downhill for them. Yeah. Well, well, they they got the best player, two of the best players, the two best players in all of baseball, Otani and yeah, and, and nobody Trout. and nobody sees them because they're crap. Yeah. Well, we have a stud, as you've seen. Robert's going to be amazing this year. For me, was exciting that they they got to the playoffs. Those guys, their whole lineup only played. I don't know if it was fifteen games together or whatever the hell it was. So there will only be ninety two wins next year. We'll be pushing a hundred next year. <laughs> <laughs> with the whole lineup, and they get a, a right, well, I, a real right fielder. So, looking forward. Well, to that. I'll tell you this right now: they're uh, they're not going to get one hundred and seven. How do you know? I know. We'll see. Know. So, who's Just on the know. mound tonight for the Giants and the Dodgers? Kevin Gossman against. I don't even know who that is. Urias. Okay. Kevin Gossman was supposed to be their top starter this year. He ended up being their second best starter behind Mister Logan Webb. Yeah, Webb from San Francisco, right? Homegrown no, from boy? Rockland. Oh, well, they from said Rockland, ho- California. They said homegrown boy, so I don't know what that means. Yeah, it. Anytime a national broadcaster says homegrown for the Giants, they mean the state of California. Even well, that's, though that's too big Rock, to be Rockland just is just outside of Sacramento, so okay. close-ish. Maybe Coffee knows them. Maybe, or the family. I, I guarantee he knows the high school. Yeah. So let's see. I got nothing for work. I did all. I told you all about all my woodworking stuff. Um, oh yeah, one last thing. So my new computer doesn't want to yeah, start. Yeah, your new your new fifteen hundred dollar computer doesn't want to start. <laughs> God. So I I still have some time to return it, and I might have to lie and say why. So <laughs> I contacted this company that I bought it from. Hey, uh, well, through Amazon, you know, because I wanted to report it. It's it would you hold the power button down. I don't know how normal computers work. My Mac, you just push the button once. My desktop in the shop, yep. you just push the button once. This thing, if you just push the button, it'll light up. Then it shuts down. Okay, push and hold the button. Ten seconds, maybe it comes on. Eh, maybe it doesn't. So I write it through Amazon to the seller so they don't get your personal information. Hey, this is going on. I get the, hey, I must be a fucking idiot email. Um, unplug the thing from the thing and make sure that the thing is plugged into no, uh, just plug it into the wall and not through a circuit breaker thinger. And I'm like, really? And that, so the second email was. Well, they got to they gotta go through the, the dumb, dumb okay. stuff first. Here's my second email to them. Either you're going to replace it with a new one, exact model, or I want my money back. That was two days ago. I don't think I got an email no yet. Response? Not yet. So now, <laughs> if I didn't get an email today, I'm going to start to re- return, and I'm going to say I bought the wrong one. So then Amazon has to give me my money back. I've already uninstalled everything I put on it, which was three things. Adobe Suite Cloud thing. I upgraded the uh, – or I got an – it has a video card in it, a graphic card that was uh, out of date, so I had to update it, you know? And then I think one other... Th- oh, Chrome, because I installed Chrome on it. That's three things I put on it. So I got rid of them all. It's sitting over on my CNC machine. I got the box right here, and I got everything to put ready back in the box and ship it back. I'm a little bit perturbed. By chance, and I don't know how much dust you end up getting in your shop, Mm-hmm. Was the computer sitting out there for an extended period of time? Because I had something it's never been in my similar shop. happen with mine. It was okay. only down here when we recorded our last episode, and I didn't have anything going at all. Okay, because yeah. I I had I had mine down here because that's what I used to run my my laser, and uh, my work week started, and I just forgot that it was still out here. Went to work, came back, end of the week, I was like, oh cool, laser's already hooked up to the computer. Yeah, we fire it up. Well. It, it wouldn't turn on. Okay. And I had to actually take it apart, use the air compressor to blow everything out, put it all back together, and it worked just fine. Well, that's so, weird because that, I have my desktop sitting right next to my CNC. It's right there. with Everything's I, out in the open. I don't, I don't know. I don't know, Mike. I don't know. And apparently it's the dust isn't bothering that. And I was actually, while well, I was so mad when I got called back to work. I have so many plans I was going to do. 
<laughs> for the next, <laughs> you know, two weeks. I want to, uh, I have the, t- the desktop tower standing straight up, right? Mm-hmm. With, with the monitor in front of it. So if I want to plug a USB in, because I transfer files and stuff all the time, I got to move the monitor. Yep. It's made to also lay down. Oh. So I want to reconfigure that whole corner of the workstation and build a little <laughs> plywood platform that will sit over the desktop um, body itself. Then I can put my monitor on top of that and they can have access to the front USB things for, you know, plugging in my thumb yeah, drives and stuff. Yeah, that makes sense. So I meant to do that this week too. I got so much stuff I want to do. If I would just retire now, it would so, be fucking fantastic. Yeah. So I actually have a plan for uh, a project that's going to happen this week. All uh, right. One of the cool benefits of, of my kids being homeschooled yes. is I can bring them out here and we can do oh, yeah. like a practical life skill thing. So awesome. on deck this week is we're going to build boxes. What type of boxes? So each, each kid is going to build their own box. Just a simple box. We might get a little crazy and do one with a lid. Okay. But we're gonna do. We're, we're gonna look at two different kinds of joints. We're gonna do a miter joint, and then a box joint. Put it all together, and then cool. they'll each have a box that they can have and do whatever the hell they want to do with. But something that they can see, like, hey, I made that. Do you have a box so joint be, jig? Nope. We're gonna use the bandsaw and. Just slow and steady. Because there's a few really good videos on YouTube on how to make a, a simple box joint jig for your table saw. Yeah, I, I've I've seen those. I just actually it's on my whiteboard. One, I don't box a, joint jig. It's number three things on my shop project. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things. I don't have uh, a dado stack, so I could, I have a six I inch dado stack. Would you it? like me to send it to you? Because I now have a Craftsman Excalibur adjustable dado blade. It's like two blades together, and you uh, change the size. So if you want the six-inch one, I'll send it to you. Yeah, no, I'll take it. I'll send you back a um, a tin of my cutting board wax. Oh, cool. All right. And I should so, put that cutting board wax on this big-ass cart, this grill cart. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so here, here's another question. I got hit up by somebody I did a flag for last year for Christmas. Okay. She wants She wants to do a cutting board for her husband for this year. Like a nice big one. Only thing is, she likes that the torched look that I give the flags. Oh. And she wants me to torch the cutting board. I don't think she should be torching a cutting board. Well, like I don't know if that if there's any sort of like what because she doesn't want an end grain, she wants edge. Okay. So my concern is, you know, torching and everything. Like, yeah, you're gonna sand down some of the some of the burn off, but right. my, my concern is when you're cutting on it, eventually right. something's going to flake off Yeah, I don't like and I don't want that. that to get mixed into the food. Right. So could I do it? I, yes. Yeah, I don't should know. I, the question is, should I? Yeah. Uh, no, that'd be a hard pass for me on that yeah. one because so, of the food. So I got to If yeah. it's a display and, and piece and, and they put be, it in their kitchen, like up on the wall as a cool cutting board yeah. and they don't use it. Yes. Well, she wants the way she made it sound is like she wants it to be also like the size of their stove. It's like it's a stove top cover. It's a cutting board. Oh, well, I'm assuming it could also then go as it's a, a noodle board, board but, but if, I don't think. It yeah. But if you're going right. to, if you're going to use it as a cutting board, I'm, I'm kind of not down with. Right. My cousin wants that noodle board you know, burned doing that. with her name. Yeah. Engraved on it, but she yeah, doesn't want to cut a on it. Board. Yeah. Yeah, no, I say yeah, no. if it was just an aesthetic thing, right? Because then I could just put a crap ton of like, you know, polyurethane or polyacrylic or some sort of coating over it, right? And it would be fine. Yeah. But no. if we're going to use it as a cutting board, then I'm I'm kind of I got to figure out the the nicest way to be like, no, your idea is not going to happen. Yeah. I, now I can use I can use darker woods to maybe give it that burned appearance, but that sounds very tricky. Yeah. I've never made a cutting board and I have to make two and I wanted to do one while I was off. So I won't be doing that. But while I'm going to be in the it's shop not hard. In, the, in the mornings, um, I've got all the wood. So I I don't know how thick to make it. Inch and a half? It depends. I've made them. Um, so I will say this. I've done some that are like three quarters of an inch thick just because that's all I had. That's a little thin. Yeah. 
I would say shoot for an inch, like finished product of an inch. So if you like made it like an inch and a quarter, inch and an eighth, just to start out with before you start planing everything, I think you'd and I think you'd be able to end at an inch and it'd give it a nice bit of heft. So I've got that mahogany, um, seatball Ooh, rich stuff. mahogany. Yeah. So that's all square. I mean, it's beautiful stock. I don't. I don't think. Yeah, I have all you gotta to do is just cut it. it into strips and. Yeah, that the other stuff I have to joint and plane, so. I, I just need my final make the blocks, then glue them together, right? And then I need yeah, to put so, a juice groove well, on it with my doing, CNC. Why well, are you, you going to do like an end grain one? No, or edge grain. Okay, so just it's edge grain. Okay, so all you're going to do then it's really easy. Once you get your strips cut. I actually have the pieces for the cutting board that I'm going to do. You're going to take them. You're going to take the faces. Yeah, just glue them together. You glue the faces together. Tons of glue. And then you're done. So it leaks out. <laughs> Lots of glue. Copious amounts of glue. Right. Really tight in the clamps. Wipe it down with a wet, with a wet, not too tight. You don't want to squeeze out all the glue. You just want a good squeeze. Like you would any other, yeah. like you would any other glue up. No lines. It's any other glue up. Yeah. Yeah, that that comes from the the milling process. So, it's it it's once you're done with it, you're gonna be like, that was really easy. I'm actually gonna film it for At, my YouTube channel since it's gonna be the first one I ever made. Go for it. Yeah. What the hell? And then and then try and then try an end grain. Well, I helped it's my one buddy. Extra step. <laughs> I helped my buddy with an end grain. One he brought it here went before I had my drum sander, and we thought it would be a good idea to put it through the old planer I had. Yeah, how'd that work out? Did the world end? It because hit him in the stomach so I, hard. I have been told. I <laughs> have been told. It kicked back so bad. In, in, <laughs> oh, yeah, it hit him right in the gut. And that's always the thing is that if you put an ingrain cutting board through a planer, the world will come to an end. It's not a good idea. I, I guess there is a there is a way to do it, but you have to take oh, off. Oh, it's very, 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 yeah. My 64th amount. Of, of an inch, you know, each pass. Yeah. So we ended up, he Which, lived after the accident, and it got done. But we learned a lesson. I'll never See, do one. See, because I, one. yeah, I thought about chancing it with my planer, and I was like, no, no, I paid a lot of money. For, I want to. I paid a lot of money for that. I'm not going to screw that up. That was my Wen planer too. And this is this is all walnut and cherry. I'm not going to screw this up. Right. So I just yeah. grabbed my belt sander and just went to town for like an hour and a half. Oh God! <laughs> At least I can stick it through the drum sander. That'll be a big relief. Yeah. Big See, help. I don't have a drum sander. Yeah. So after that would it's be all glued a nice up, nice thing to have. So should I run it through the drum sander at one twenty and then two twenty? What what's the highest yeah. grit you go on it? I go to two twenty. So I go okay. two twenty. I water pop it. Yeah, and then two twenty. And again. then I go two twenty again, and then I'm done. Because I have some. With, I have up I'm to like six hundred grit um, sandpaper for my orbital sander. There's, yeah, I have like, I think, six hundred grit. Okay. Not for my orbital sander but like hand sanding that oh. uh diablo sent me but yeah I, I i stop at 220 and if you water pop it and yeah, then sand and again, again that final sanding it is i mean it is as smooth as a baby's ass all right cool and then i just have to practice doing the juice groove i got the bowling bit for it the bowl bit. well well you you have the freaking machine that's yeah well, gonna I, do it for you exactly i just never done it before so i'm gonna throw a piece of wood in there and practice the you know how far in set you do and then how deep to go like a half inch in maybe eight eighth of an inch down down so do eighth of an inch see how it looks and then if you want to do more do another eighth of an inch yeah and then i got to engrave her name on it his wife's name he wanted it filled with epoxy and then i read that even with food grade epoxy if you do that it's not a good idea. You'll you can cut the epoxy, no. not like the wood, and it could end up ruining the look of the board. So I don't. You think know, we're you could do, do is make make the board a little bit more oversized. And how big of an it's, engraving are you going to do? Like, oh, I don't know how big it was supposed to be, but the board itself is big. It's going to take up half their stove. Yeah. Okay, so what you do is you move that juice groove a little bit further in from the edge of the board. Yeah. And you can do the epoxy. Oh, on, on the, the outside. outside of the juice groove. So therefore, there it's outside of yeah, the, the cutting, cutting area. surface. Okay, that's a good idea. So we'll see. I'll play around with that. And that'd see be one that way to get around it. Yeah, or you could just get a laser. Or and I can laser engrave. I it. could use Ship Nerd, 
who, by the way, I should ask them if they have an affiliate program because I use them all the time, and I should ship it to you, and you can laser it. I could do that, and then I would use Pirate Ship to send it back. <laughs> all right. Good, good Did thing. Did you know that Facebook or Instagram has this thing where you can um, be like a branded partner with, with somebody? I don't know how it works or what the hell it is, but they're like, yeah, you can get paid to do this stuff. Facebook. So you can request – no, 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 Instagram. Oh, AG. I'm sorry, AG. Yeah. So you can send out all this stuff to uh, to these different company pages to find out if you can uh, be like a, a branded partner with them. Yeah. So then you can like direct link stuff. I uh, haven't heard back from Basecamp yet. Hmm. Driverback gave me the thumbs up, so oh, cool. shout out to, to Michelle and them. Oh. I still don't know what the hell they could. You asked them it, for like an affiliate the, program? Well, it's it's to create like branded content. So like if you yeah, okay. upload something featuring that right. product, yeah. you can link it to them and it makes it easier for them to share it to their stuff. Oh, I got you. From what I understand. So. All right. But still, like, I technically, have... I'm an affiliate for Diablo. I just don't have like a discount code or anything. Okay, get that. Just call them and tell them you need a discount code for your followers. Yeah, that'll probably be happening soon here because they have a whole little thing that you just go to their website and like click to be like a an affiliate or yeah influencer or whatever the hell it is. And that's how I got all the Diablo Net sandpaper, which is awesome. By the way, I'm still working my way through it, but it just come in so clutch, especially the with all the contour stuff of these. Uh, end tables. They sent me two of these sanding blocks. This okay. one is the oversized one, but it's got two edges. It's is got it two foam? sides to it. One that's one that's rigid, and then one that concave, like contours. Okay. Contours. So cool. These have been absolutely fantastic. I uh, have serious grit sandpaper, and then I got a bunch of a different brand that I bought with from I think sixty grit all the way up to eight hundred grit. I need to make one of those sandpaper plywood so do I. things. I was, I was looking at the little organizer trays because I want to get one that I can mainly organize my sandpaper in and then I can create like a little shelf underneath my assembly table because oh, yeah. that's where I do most of my sanding. Yeah. So then I can just pull it out, boom. Because yeah. usually what I have to do is I got to go over to where I have it stored, grab you know, the, the 60, 80, 120, 150, 220, lay them all out, and then just – yeah. And when I'm done and just like well, work my way through it, it would be nice to have them nice and organized where you should be like, okay, here's this one, right. that one. Mine are all together. And then like the 120s face up and they sit on the 100s, which face down, which sit on the one, you know, the 80s that face up. So I got to <laughs> yeah. like go through like playing cards and find out oh, which that, ones are. Yeah. Next. It's the same thing yeah. I, I got to do. It's like, all right, this one, right. And this one. I finally decided to start like breaking them up to where I have, I just grab a stack now and it, it's all the grits that I'll use. Oh, nice. So I'll just okay. grab one stack and bring it out, and then I can just kind of work my way through it. Yeah, that's been on my <laughs> list for a long time. Yeah, well, that was the idea with the assembly table I built, is I built it all open at the bottom so that I could build later on build like a cabinet to slide in there. Yeah, I want to do and that. And I could start organizing stuff. I've got – it's right under my feet where I had to move my orbital – or my um, spindle sander where I put my feet now, but I've got – I have one of those um, mortisers under here. I've got okay. the sandal sander. I've got a stack of wood pieces in the middle that I use for paint sticks and you know for staining yeah. stuff. And but I want to put drawers. All these benches down here should get drawer banks, and then um, I'd have yeah. a ton more storage. So it's on the list. Yeah, I'm. I'm wanting. I'm hoping. If anybody's listening, that purchases me purchases Christmas gifts for me. Toolbox. A toolbox. Like a big toolbox. It's like tool chest. Didn't even gotta be new. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been scouring freaking Facebook marketplace and the ones that are not like these people aren't asking for like brand new prices on them yeah, or I'll just beat the shit. Do you want like a two drawer or a three drawer top box? Or? No, so I'm look so I already have like a, a three drawer top box. Okay. What I want is the what I want to find is the base that I can set it on top of ah. and really extend it. Cause that that's 90% of the issues in my shop is just having a place for everything that's put away and not just sitting out somewhere. Yeah. I, uh, so I've been, I've been a, looking around. Sorry. I've got the Keurig 
which I thought I would use more down here. I got a yeah. toaster oven that my buddy Vince gave me because I had a microwave down here that my <laughs> my my daughter's son gave me. Um, I have so all that I have a a five, I have a CD jukebox holds like three hundred CDs. I got <laughs> this is all stuff I'm never going to use. I got a humidor that I wanted a cigar giveaway where I've made my first two flags. And I got, well, got a it. combination DVD yeah. VCR. That has to be hooked up to the shop TV because I have a bunch of videotapes. <laughs> so all this shit has well, to go I, somewhere. I have a built-in DVD player into this TV. Oh, that's nice. I've had, I've had this since, uh, since I was in the Air Force. This is the TV I got from my dorm room, and I, I liked it because it had the DVD player built into it. Okay, we have we had one of those in the workout area until it ate one of my DVDs, and then I had to take the TV apart to get the DVD out, and I did. I just put now was I just put. Good? blue tape over the DVD player so no one sticks any more DVDs in there. <laughs> I use it as a monitor. I'm pretty sure that if I pretty sure if I shoved a DVD in there, I'd probably get stuck with all the sawdust. Well, they make good mon- – now it's like a 35-inch monitor. I can use it, plug my computer into it. So uh, I have an actual Sony DVD player hooked up to the shop TV and my receiver here. So I wanted that combo one because I have 300 or 400 videotapes, movies, and, and plus home movies yeah. and stuff I you know I might want to convert to DVD, and I think I might be able to do it on that machine. So my buddy John was going to throw it away. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah. I'm old enough to have v- Give me. VHSs. I'll take that. Give me. Yeah. You want to wrap this puppy up? No, it's nice. Yeah, let's wrap this up because uh, I got to go get some spaghetti, and I got to get that thing cooked before 6.07 Pacific time. Yeah. I, I will be rooting for your team. Before game two. I actually wanted yesterday to go out. My brother-in-law came over. I forgot he was coming over. So the only thing I wanted to do yesterday was go watch the new James Bond movie and the IMAX because I am, I got a, Daniel Craig's my guy. So, and then my brother-in-law. Yeah, a bit of a man, man little, crush. little man crush. Yeah, big man crush, yeah. So then uh, my brother-in-law okay. calls me and goes, hey, don't forget I'm coming over. I'm like, fuck, I forgot. So he, he wants to build <laughs> a train set on a big table. Okay. So my father-in-law, they went and got all the wood. So he's like, I need to come over to your shop, and we got to do all this work. And I'm like, so he brought six, one or two by sixes by eight feet, all pine, and we used the miter station. Then we had to put on my combo dado blade stack thing. We ran a quarter-inch uh, dado down eight feet of length on both sides, and we had to do dados and four foot and then we sections and then he wanted to recess in the cross beams into the like the risers so we got the hand router out and we did a little i had him do it because i don't want to screw it up plus he needs to work on the tools anyway so i hooked (laughs) up he needs he needs a practice he needs a practice i hooked up my shop back to that i got no dust whatsoever from the router anywhere it was amazing uh and then he did all those and then we were down here probably for two and a half hours, and I made sure all I did was run everything through the uh, table saw for him because I didn't really trust him doing that. And then I cut everything to length on the miter station, and then he did all the rest of the hand stuff with the router and stuff. So, yeah, I, But I wanted to go see James Bond, and I thought it would be fun to go tonight too. But maybe uh, during the week uh, there will be a 10 o'clock in the morning show since I have to go to work now. There you go. And I'll just go see it. And you'll be the only one in the theater. Yeah, man. That's my favorite time. I. That's the thing is like the the first showing of the day is the most underrated showing there is because you get the entire theater to yourself. The popcorn is fresh. It, yeah. Hands down, best time to go to the movies. Yeah, I, I agree. I used to do it a lot. So we still have to go see, I told my son, COVID boy, that we have to go see Shang-Chi because <laughs> it's going to be out of the theaters before I know. And it, it's, I have to see these things in order. I don't want to wait to see them yeah. on TV if I have to go see the Eternals next month, you know what I mean? And then Spider-Man in December. So we have to go see Shang-Chi, then then we have to I have to see Bond and Venom. Those are the three things I have to see in the theater. At the moment. Yeah. I get You know when Ven, when the first Venom came out, I had absolutely no desire to go see it, but oh. as time has gone on, yeah. I want to go see it now. Oh, did you like see the, the first movie? This No, I never I oh, never did. Okay. I love Venom and I like Tom Hardy, so to me, it was it wasn't great. It's Same not here, but but then the like just watching it and then yeah, and then hearing some of the reviews after it was like eh, it was so so. Well, I'm not gonna. Sp- I mean, anytime you go to the movies nowadays, it's even for two people. It's you know, 
Well, it's fifty to a hundred bucks. You know what's funny is over by me, it's a I, the name of the movie company is Marcus Theaters, and on Tuesdays they have they have five dollar movies. Oh, okay. In the big screen, so I just wait for Tuesdays. So Tuesday yes. may be a bond day. See, yeah. See, my my wife and I when we were living in uh, up in the city, we were close to a mall that had a movie theater that was pretty close to our kids school so we would drop off the kids at school and then that's how we saw jokers we went straight from dropping the kids off straight to the first showing of the day and nice. it was amazing nice it was the greatest thing ever yeah i having been on our ship for so long when i'm off uh it, i love doing that i'll go at 10 o'clock at night or the last show of the night because i'm awake and it's my midday and there's no one in there either so works yeah. both ways either way all yeah. right so uh does anybody have any questions? If you have questions, Brandon, what can we do? <laughs> they can email them to handcuffsandsawdustpodcast at gmail.com. They can direct message Mike over at MM Midnight Maker, soon to be. Mike Marazzo, or just Marazzo Woodworking. Marazzo Woodworking. Or they can DM me at Full House Woodworking on the Instagrams. If you're watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, Ring the bell when you go to re- when you go to get your show on iTunes, especially iTunes. Rate us, write a review. Just write something stupid. Well, not stupid, but we need stupid. I don't care. I don't care how misleading it is. Brandon's got a nice ass out of the AWP uh, podcast page where they're just writing random things there to see how funny you can be. When if I get my computer fixed, enough, if you write something funny enough, oh. I will thank you. Awesome. And when the computer gets fixed, then we'll be back on YouTube. (laughs) Stay safe in the shop and on the street. (laughs) Peace. Go Giants. Go Sox. Adios. Pelota.